Thank you for tuning in to Coppin' with Comic. I'm Brian Coppin, and we're here with comic Kyle Lewis. Kyle Lewis, how the hell are you? I'm good. How are you? What's going oh, good. on, Thank everybody? You. Oh, man, thank you so much for coming on and let people know where they can find you online. You're probably doing some online comedy, but you're social. I know I follow you on Twitter, and you're Keep It Five Star on Twitter, but also you have a bunch of podcasts. You have, uh, I think your wrestling podcast might be Three Man Booth, and your, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, your gaming podcast is The Fun Factor, and then you also have Anything But Generic. What can you tell us about your podcast? Uh, sure. I'll, I'll t- tell you that they're, they're all three different things, actually. Oh, yeah. uh, Dream, Dream and Booth is a, it's like a comedy wrestling website uh, okay. and mostly Twitter and Instagram now where we okay. just tried to find like the fun parts of like pro wrestling because you have fandoms, whether it's Marvel or wrestling or Star Wars, there's a lot of negativity and we didn't want to focus on that. We okay. wanted to focus on the fun times and positive times of pro wrestling and like, you know, memes and jokes and yes. cool, cool moments and things like that. And that actually transfers into the fun factor, which was also another attempt to find the fun side of gaming because okay. another toxic community at times. <laughs> we want our motto is that we focus on you know, we don't focus on the kills and combos. It's just like we try and take it back to when you were having fun just playing video games as a kid, uh, just having a good time, not worrying about frame rate and all the other stuff that people <laughs> care about now. Yeah. Uh, so so on that, we play games. My partner, Drew, at Your Boy Drew, and I, we play video games. We actually react to anime, too. Started oh. doing that last year, and that got really popular. And <clears throat> choking over here. <laughs> and then uh, anything with generic is a little bit more adult where we talk about dating and we like to call it like the conversations you have with your friends. Like you feel like you're in the living room with us, like hanging okay. out and talking. Cause we'll talk about like dating life, sex, kinks. My co-host uh, drew again is one of the co-hosts and Victoria, other co-host. She's a uh, very kink centric, kink centric at times. Okay. <laughs> so the podcast steers more adult and we talk about like sex and dating and all that good stuff. Oh, good. And you can find all these things at uh, Kyle Lewis, and that's uh, Keep It Five Star. And you have a website, which is KyleLewisWasTaken.com. That's funny. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It was taken. And uh, now, a couple years ago, there's there's a baseball player in the MLB named Kyle Lewis who is getting all of my shine. (laughs) So (laughs) I have to uh, find a way to stand out. I've had people message me, be like, how come you're not playing baseball? When did you start doing comedy? I'm like, are you? We don't even look alike. <laughs> it, it's wild. Do I love? I love the fact that even a URL is an opportunity for laughs. Yeah, you got you got to stand out any way you can, you know. <laughs> well, what we're gonna t- t- do today? We're gonna talk about real quick. We're gonna talk about the current events and, and just your perspective on it. Um, it. It's it looks like the world just went to shit. Um, what can you? What are your thoughts at this time? Uh, like 2020, especially, it just seemed like you ever play the game Sim City? Oh sure, yeah. Yeah, whoever's playing this game of SimCity decided <laughs> to do the worst things they could possibly do Yes, every single month. Like, you're getting the fire, and then you're getting the monster, and then you're going to fire monster. <laughs> like, you're like it is, it's been terrible. Aliens are more, next. Yeah, aliens are next. Like, <laughs> it's coming. But on a, on, a, on a more serious note about it, um, it's taken a much more terrible turn with the, uh, you know, racial racial attacks and 
protests and people protesting the protest for yeah. police brutality. And it's hard. You know, a lot of people are stepping up, being allies, which is incredible, uh, fighting alongside black men and women of, of all kinds from, you know, straight, gay, trans, fighting alongside. But there's still so much more to go. I just retweeted like a whole thread of just blatant police brutality. Yeah. And like, we, and I also retweeted uh, Governor Cuomo being like, hey, I made these regulations. We're good now. No, we're not good. <laughs> we're not even close to done. Like, you know, this is a long term problem. I know we as a society have a, I could say we live in like a sitcom culture. Yeah. Because we'll be mad at something for one week. Yeah. And then the next week it'll go away. And then yeah. we're mad about something else. So I feel like, like this is not a sitcom culture thing. This is, this is 10 seasons of friends that we got, we got, a long <laughs> thing. We, got we got to go, man. Yeah. We have a lot to do and we have to fix this. Like, I don't, I honestly don't know whether you're left or right or whatever you want to say you are, how you can sit there and watch a man put a, watch a cop put his knee on a black man's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds and not feel anything, not feel angry, want to blame the guy like, you know, and you have the people like our leadership and Fox News, like skewing in another way. At some point, the gimmicks have to stop. Yeah. The gimmicks have to stop. I know Fox, and they might not even be gimmicks. They just might all be terrible people. Oh, but, sure, like, yeah. But they're, this, they're trying to grasp at any any way to avoid change or prevent change to keep yeah. the status quo. But really, it's just about, you know, they want to, you know, theirs is the ratings game. And so if they... You know, if they poke at the liberal beehive, that will uh, at least drive their base to watch it. But one yeah. thing I like, the sitcom culture, you know, I really think that this one might last a little bit longer just because everybody's out of work. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it kind of, uh, in a very weird way, it worked and it didn't work out is the wrong term. But oh, you have, um, there's no sports, there's no television, yeah. unless like, you really care about celebrity watch party. To like, uh, to keep you occupied. This is all you can see. You go on Twitter. There's petitions. There's threads. Uh, you check your TV. I, I think the news could be doing a better job, but you know, mainstream news is mainstream news. Uh, but things need to change, and I, and we're fighting for change, for just simple lives, man. Like we, we you usually record this podcast in Astoria. I yeah. don't want to have the fear that I go to Astoria. I go to the the wrong street in Astoria, and that's it for me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Astoria can be pretty diverse, but yeah. that doesn't matter. Like yeah. the wrong cop on the wrong day, and you're doing absolutely right, and that could be the end of your life. And that is no way anyone should live. And we're living like this, and we've been living like this for way too long. And I think one of the one of the cool things about white people taking part in the protest. I mean, not only are more people allowed to participate because they're out of work, but also pay attention because, like you said, there's less to pay attention to. Um, I, I think that, you know, the fact that the white protesters are getting beaten themselves yeah. at these things, you know, everybody knows somebody who's at these protests, but pretty soon everybody's going to know somebody at, you know, white person at the protest who got fucking knocked around by a cop and, um, it's almost like this is also going to change things, you know, not just the, 
not just the knee on the neck, but also the knee on, you know, the knees on necks from people who've never had them before. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, right. oh shit, I can kind of see a little bit how uh, black people live every single day um, because this happened to me at a protest or happened to my son at a protest or something like that. Let's start to change the things that can be changed. And, you know, I'm a former lawyer. And so one of the problematic things is this qualified immunity thing. And that's why a lot of the cops get off scot-free or under the impression that they will get off scot-free because it's hard to hold these people accountable if they have qualified immunity to do certain of these things and and i was shocked to learn that qualified immunity was a creation of the supreme court that's not usually how it goes it's usually like a stat you know uh, congress gets together they do something then the supreme court just interprets it here the supreme court kind of made that shit up and so hopefully you know the next case they consider i think that they're going to consider qualified immunity coming up and I hope that uh, they take a serious look at, you know, getting rid of their prior cases on it um, and letting Congress do its job to fucking, you know, either, you know, make up a, a limited qualified immunity or something else. But even right now, people are starting to, you know, local police departments starting to ban tear gas, you know, ch- chokeholds, things like that. But it's just uh, it's just sad that it has to uh, it just has to come to this over and over again. It's not just a, you know, it just happens all the fucking time. And how, how many clips, <laughs> how many clips of this shit have we seen forever? You know, ever, si- yeah, ever since any of this shit happened, people have been taking, you know, ever since there was camera phones and ever since there was social media. And, and like you said, it's still sitcom culture. And one week they move on to, you know, to, you know, kids in cages or something like that because of yeah. Donald Trump. It's just, he's just the, the reality. Which is also you know, the, a problem. That's just too, oh, sure. you get dressed. Well, it, that, that's the, the sitcom culture frustration. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm fighting every problem at every time. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm only human. Right. But uh, it's like you're saying, There's there are cameras. Now we have cameras. Like Imagine the things that we haven't seen. And on top of that, I'm especially this week, I've been seeing new footage that's old, like a year old. I saw one that yeah. really resonated with me. It was just like happy and I, I feel really bad i do not know his name at the moment because you know you want to remember the names yeah um maybe maybe i can send you the link or or something it's hard to look at but is that the other knee on the neck death that happened a year ago um no they wasn't even a, a knee on the neck but they okay. uh, attacked him he was he was coming home he had a ski mask on he's anemic so okay. he had a ski mask on he's walking with food he's listening to music someone calls the cops on him because he's happy, like he's like dancing to the music. He just happens to have a ski mask on. Wow! And so the cops immediately come over to him. He's automatically scared for his life. Yeah. And then they put him on the ground, and you hear him crying. You hear him like, "I don't do anything. I don't even eat meat. I'm vegan. Like I don't like killing. I don't like hurting. Yeah. Like he's fearful for his life." And then uh, you have like four cops on this skinny, happy black guy. And then they they give him a dose of ketamine to calm him down, and then he has a heart attack from the ketamine, oh my and, Lord. And, and, and and passes away. And wow. there's clips of him like playing the violin for for animals, like <laughs> the happiest fucking guy. And why, yeah. you know why? And I'm yeah. doing a bad job not remembering his name right now, and I and I, and I apologize for that, but it. Oh. Unfortunately, unfortunately, people will go, you know, people can Google it because it probably was a, a, you know, an an event that might have raised some eyebrows, but was subsequently forgotten. So hopefully they can can find it. But it's like some of these, you know, they they bring up a good point that not all 
not all not all phone calls to the police ha sh should be met by a cop with a gun. You know, yeah. certain of these things, even like traffic accidents, they're like, cops don't even have to be there. You could get special, you know, just somebody who specializes in car accidents, go there, take pictures, stuff like that. Or if yeah. just a, a homeless man who's not causing any trouble, but maybe being a little bit uh, mentally unhealthy, they send a social worker, right? you know, and these things, like, it doesn't have to be met by a cop with a gun, because they just, uh, they just, they, they meet everything with fucking force, because yeah. that's all they've been trained to do. It's a, it's a shoot first don't even ask questions and then you and then you make up something about like oh well he looked like he had a gun on him no he didn't and then you had um philando castle with the who was a card carrying he he, he card not nra but he did he did all the regulations for guns he had a yeah. legal gun and you're gonna shoot him anyway and it's it's mind-boggling it's mind-boggling it's frustrating um it's frustrating when people say all lives matter because they just aren't freaking getting it it's not a us versus you thing like it's it's become cliche to say now but all lives can't matter until black lives matter yeah well, that's also, true. Yeah. yeah absolutely and it also goes for a black trans lives too because that that's also two trans women were just killed the other day and yeah. that's also in our own culture we gotta accept trans people gay people we have to do that a lot more than we do like it's Oh. <laughs> yeah. And what did you, what, and, and then on that note, it's just like, you know, the hits just keep on coming with respect yeah. to trans. You got the JK Rowling thing. You know about that one? Yeah. I do. And I, I, it, you know, when someone's stupid and you just know <laughs> they say something dumb and you don't like follow up because you know they said something stupid. That's You're like, I'm not going to read that. Yeah. I'm not yeah, even going to read that like, apology or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I know she apologized. I don't even know exactly what she said to apologize for. I just yeah. knew it was bad. <laughs> just like, yeah. Some, some of that bullshit is, uh, she's, you know, first of all, I think she was just establishing the fact that she, uh, you know, like, you could probably translate in a couple sentences her little apology. You know, she was pretty much bragging about the fact that she gets to charity. Second of all, she brought up, you reminded everybody of the fact that she got, I don't know, she was in a violent marriage and she got knocked around. And then yeah. she, she goes into the fact that the, the same old bathroom bullshit where it's just yeah. like, well, uh, you know, I don't want a man to use a, a woman's bathroom, blah, blah, blah. And, and in Scotland, they let anybody who even says they're trans to, to do that. And it's like, lady, these things are decided at the fucking community council level, like the city council level. Okay. Yeah. Like you can, you can oppose those measures all you want to, but like, this is not the time for that. I mean, like you don't fucking, you don't, you don't make fun of fucking trans people because you, you know, you know, she was trying to be like, Oh, what's a, what's a word for women who menstruate, you know? And she was trying to yeah. make the fun of the fact that why don't we just say woman? It's like lady, like you can, you know, you can kind of, you know, lobby behind the scenes to get certain measures voted down in your city or whatever why the fuck are you making fun of trans people with such a big megaphone yeah i mean why are you doing it at all but why you're doing it when you have such fucking power to sway yeah you know, all your fans. Yeah. yeah and that's something i've um learned about too i remember when this first started people especially in the wrestling community were actively trying to get the responses from wrestlers about black lives matter and Things like that, and I was like, like the Jay Chappelle joke. Who the fuck cares what John Rule thinks at a time like this? That's how I felt. I'm like, who right. cares? But it does mean something to not just me, like to me. I'm like, cool. But to a lot of people and a lot of their fans yeah. that are going to realize, oh wait, if uh, Randy Orton from the WWE, if Randy Orton uh, is Black Lives Matter, like maybe I'm. Looking yeah. at this all wrong. Like the rock, the rock who never said anything political 
The Rock who just talks about The Rock yeah. and all his movies and tequila and stuff. <laughs> did this seven minute speech where he's like, Where are our leaders? You know, and it was very powerful and emotional. Damn. Ties back into my President Rock joke that I have, <laughs> but, but non selfishly. Like, you needed that because The Rock um, also gets a lot of flack that he only supports his Samoan side, you know? Yeah. He, that he's only, you, know, you see him, he's a black guy, but a lot of people will debate you that he's black, he's a big Samoan tattoo, and he's in Moana, and you can be half of something, but... but yeah, yeah, you're uh, still that, th- you're still both things, you know, so why, yeah. don't you, why don't you act like it? It's even yeah. like something like Taylor Swift, you know, staying quiet for yeah, so exactly. long, and then finally coming out, like, she has so many fucking young fans, and just like The Rock, I mean, it's the young fans that you worry about, like, oh, why is, you know, why is my favorite star being silent? You know, maybe, maybe, yeah. I sh- maybe I should go into All Lives Matter or Blue Lives Matter or whatever. But if they start speaking out, it really fucking matters. You know, just kind of because they, they or somebody they know have been treated unfairly because of discrimination. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like when, when they were young, The Rock must have just, you know, had, had stories where, where him and his friends were fucking, um, you know, treated unfairly. And the, the yeah. more people who are speaking up like that is the, the young fans especially will not go down the wrong road um, if the, the person you love, the celebrity you love, is, is forceful and authentic in favor of things like Black, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, that's the other thing, authentic. You know, we have a lot of corporations that are <laughs> throwing it out. You got Herbal Essences being like, oh, we support Black Lives. You're like, okay, I guess. I only said Herbal Essences because I have the shampoo in front of me in my room. <laughs> I have no affiliation. Herbal Essences uh, is listening to this. Yeah, I'm but not it's trying to slander anything. Yeah, but there's so much backlash. Like these these corporations, you know, they say that shit on Twitter, yeah. and then you know, automatically Starbucks gets dragged because you know it does not allow its employees to wear Black Lives Matter garb. And yeah. of course, that that they had to change, and so then they came out and they said we will allow it. And so, uh, so the backlash and things like that. I mean. It, you know, somebody pointed out the whole, you know, uh, pictures of, of people being, you know, hit with fire hoses and um, and with the dog sicked on them back during the, the Martin Luther King days. Like that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what led to the Civil Rights Act. You know, it might yeah. not, and that's, you know, it might have been because of the 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 raw footage being captured of people being treated like fucking ass. And so yeah. the fact that people are able to find these clips and mash them together, you know, of cops driving into, you know, any crowd and especially a crowd of white people, hopefully we'll give white people a fucking, you know, something to stay angry about. Yeah. A more of a wake up call. And there, are, and I have a lot of white ally and white friends who are using their platform. Uh, uh, I have one friend, I'm going to shout her out, Betsy Carroll, great comedian. She has been, uh, talking to her friends who may be tone deaf and may not like really want to protest or rally, and they listen to her voice. You know, she's a voice, uh, not just as a friend, but I guess in her white community. I don't know a better way oh, of, saying, of saying that. But uh, so people have been listen, listening to her, and and that's great. You also, I mean, I was talking about the celebrities. You also need that in your own communities. If yeah. you have white friends or people that listen to you uh, or take your advice seriously, like, please speak up. Please go protest, donate, share these links, because you won't change everyone's mind. But you might change some people, and they might change some people, and and they might take things, you know, more seriously. And that's, it, they're very slow, small steps that we're doing right now, and mm-hmm. and we've had some some good things going on. But you know, Brianna, as, as of this recording, Brianna Taylor's killers are still out there. You know. Yeah. 
yeah. still got a long, long way to go. And as a white person, you know, to have like a, you know, black friend or whatever say, this, this is what happened to me. Here's these yeah. stories that I didn't tell you about that happened to me. And then it's, then you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, you know, first of all, that happened to you, how traumatizing, but then you, you fucking hit it, you know, for the duration of our friendships. I'm so glad you're telling me now mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Cause then you can ask follow-up questions about it and really learn this stuff from uh, people who have been discriminated against. Yeah. And that leads me to my other question, which is, you know, are you talking about anything like race in your comedy? Uh, I am Zoom comedy is a little, you know, we're all doing Zoom and Instagram story comedies and stuff. Yeah. So it's a little different now, but I have, I've had race jokes in the past. I've had jokes that now I um, don't really feel comfortable saying. Like I had like a, like a protest joke I used to say, cause I'm not, I, I'm, I'm a smaller guy. I used to talk about how like my legs get tired and stuff, uh, protesting and like, it doesn't matter what the protest was. Like if Dr. King was like million man March, I'd be like, uh, I feel like 999,999 is a lot better. I can stay yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, I got this. Like, you know, yeah. I would do jokes like that, but like, I don't feel good doing those. At least at yeah. this time, yeah. um, talk to, actually talking about things now. I've talked about uh, white allies who have been very nice, but um, and I love this person who did this. If she ever listened, she was like just like being so supportive, and she's like, if you ever need food or anything, like I'll buy your meal. And I was just like, I'm not poor. Uh, <laughs> I'm just depressed. Like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, because uh, I've also I get it's a lot of white people don't know what to do and they yeah. and, and they're just trying to help and yeah. I think and I think it's very nice and I love food but <laughs> it's just like I'm okay like, like thanks you know yeah that's so a joke I, that, yeah that's a joke right there I love yeah. that because you know I think even some of the people are putting little videos online of you know white people being uh, unhelpfully uh, helpful you know they're trying yeah. to be helpful but they're just yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, she's, I also, she's very she's also very very helpful like she's yeah. a great comedian and i just i just thought that part was funny and if someone can <laughs> make you like kind of like laugh especially when you're going through something or like very yeah. angry or something like that so it made me laugh even though she didn't intend to and it was very sweet but i okay, also see yeah. the very i also saw the, the humor in it yeah As authentic in, even yeah. ignorance can be authentic you know yeah it was very <laughs> it, was, it was also very funny to me at the same time but so. yeah, everybody everybody needs to be entertained. They can't let themselves get down. And, and some of the ways they can stay entertained is by checking out, you know, your Zoom comedy online shows or, or whatever. And they can find that out via your Twitter account. Are yes. you posting that, the kind of those dates, you know, at Keep It Five Star, which is your twi- Twitter handle? I do. I post them on Twitter. I post them on Instagram. I, uh, and, they, and, I, and I let people know. I usually find out maybe a couple of days before. So okay. the comedy is not as prepared as, 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 <laughs> as regular stand-up. The funny thing about Zoom comedy, too, is now everyone's like, all right, you get like 10, 15 minutes. And I'm like, why? I'm home. I don't have anything going on. <laughs> I don't I don't get this time when I'm in the clubs. And now, yeah. and now you're like, talk for 20. You're like, what? I about have less what? to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've been playing Final Fantasy. What y'all know about Final Fantasy? Like, like what, what do I got? But it's, it's a challenge, and you get to find stuff to talk about. And, uh, some I get to do with crowds, some no crowds. So I feel like I'm doing the weather or something, but I do enjoy it. And, <laughs> yeah, I, do, and so, but I do miss live stand-up, of course. But, and, and so you're still churning out episodes of Anything But Generic and The Fun Factor and Three Men Booth? Uh, right now, Anything But Generic, we've been on a longer hiatus than we want to. Okay. But uh, we, we're trying to figure out what we're doing for season two. Uh, to Zoom, whether we just jump to Zoom or something. We yeah. love the studio feel that we had, at least for our 
for our later episodes. Uh, we're just trying to capture that back because you know you, you're doing this over the phone now. There's nothing like the actual in studio interaction. Yeah. Um, so we're we're gonna figure that out. We're gonna be back soon because we miss people and people miss us. Yeah. Uh, fun factor. YouTube.com says keep it five star is where you see all of that. So right yeah. now we're doing a Final Fantasy like reaction series. I'm playing the game and I'm just like, what's going on? To everything that's <laughs> happening, but um, <laughs> but the, you know it's also being funny. I'm also like humorous i think our right. show especially if you're a gamer um i don't and as i'm blowing smoke up my own stuff but i don't think we have one of the funniest game react shows because the way my partner drew and i just talk about things and react to things and some of the references that we make uh like you're not gonna get i can guarantee you some of those references you're not gonna get in any other stream oh, nice. so i think it's worth checking out and three man booth if we're if wrestling's on we're usually talking about it in some capacity so and i bet you that's going to return sooner isn't it i bet you they'll be able to kind of do that in a certain bubble environment oh they are already they have oh, okay. uh, they, they, they were essential business in Florida, which was another problem. <laughs> uh, trust me, the very few wrestling fans were like, yay. Was like, no, yeah, I could have taken a break. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Uh, so that's happening. And then they just have their, like, trainees as uh, crowd members now. And, and both big companies, WWE and AEW. So oh, cool. there's kind of crowds. But I don't know if you ever played a wrestling video game or played wrestling games. No, I'm just so shitty at them. I wish I was better at wrestling yeah. video games. I do. Yeah. No, they 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 have a learning curve. But you know how the fans and the audience are always kind of like never feel like real fans. They it was like a weird like yay like kind of chance. <laughs> That's how it feels with like the people who are like kind of forced to be there. Yeah, but, and the trainers know it's all scripted, and so you don't see any of the dramatic reaction shots or oh, or pure, oh, ha pure hatred. Oh, they, they, they're doing reaction shots. I don't know how genuine <laughs> they are. But everyone's working very hard. So shout out uh, to them on WWE and AEW for, like, at least trying. I, I think we could have taken a break, but that's just me. Yeah, dude. All, all we can ask is that comics like Kyle Lewis can keep trying and you can keep us entertained and maybe uh, maybe get us a little bit woke in the process. I'll do my best. Look, normally I just talk about, like, wrestling and anime and dragons and comedy <laughs> and stuff. But not now, you know, we've got a lot to, to do. But if you do want to talk to me about any of that stuff as well, hit me up anytime. I would love to. To Kyle Lewis, thank you so much. Thank you.